Welcome to the final episode in this series of Theatre of the World. We're Man Bites God and I'm James. And I'm Mark. And uh, I'm Chris. And we're all here, just in case you didn't think we were. And the topic for this final episode is gods. Gods. Oh. All types of gods. Mm. None of this monotheistic shit. No, we're polytheistic. <laughs> Polytheists. Mm. Yeah. Polyphila. <laughs> All polyfiller, no polykiller. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just become bebop <laughs> very early. You guys are just saying words. There's yeah. no, there's no rhyme or reason to that. So, um, uh, uh, uh gods, eh? Oh, oh, wow. There must be a million fact bombs about gods. Let's find out. Fact bombs. Fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Bombs. We've never really established whether it's singular or plural. <laughs> yeah, in the song. I, I always do plural. We always do fact bomb, thing. fact bomb. Mark's, I always say Mark's got a fat bomb, uh, and I say fact bomb. No, I say fat bomb. No, oh, fat bomb. Mark's fat got bomb. a fat bomb. <laughs> that's not true. That's not a fact bomb. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a that's a fiction. That's bomb. an unfact bomb. Oh, fucking hell. It's fact a, bombs. Thank you. This week, the fact bombs I've taken from because they're all about God and that. Oh yeah, uh, I've <laughs> I've gone back and I've taken some fact bombs that were dropped on me by my year seven RE teacher. Oh, Ooh. good. Um, back when I had to do year seven RE when I was in year seven. Good to clarify that. <laughs> if you were doing RE in year seven, say last so, week, under yeah. arrest. Uh, so the uh, so the, uh, a, a a big shout out goes to uh, uh, the uh, Rev. Uh, Reverend <laughs> Ken Allen, that's his real name, by the yeah, way. Right. Probably should have changed that. But no, that's all right. Prob- if if uh, we're not going to slag him, he's off. probably dead anyway. Oh, right. Well, now we should change his name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, first, you write the name of the book. After the book comes the chapter and verse. <laughs> Roman numerals are only to be used for the numbered books. Arabic numerals must be used for chapters and verses. The chapter goes before the colon. The verse comes after the colon. Where does the chorus come? (laughs) (laughs) A margin should be ruled in red pen on each page of your exercise book, 2.5 centimetres, the width of a ruler, from the left edge of the page. Which part of the Bible is that from? Well, these were were just his teachings. Oh, okay. This is Ken Allen's teachings. Reverend Rev Ken. Ken. Rev, Rev, Rev. Um, other than that, red ink is only to be used by the teacher for corrections. Students will use black or blue ink only. Mm. He, did, he wasn't a fan of green ink or yes. orange ink or purple ink. Well, of course, Christ used to correct using the blood of Christ. Yeah, so yeah. That's, it follows on. As, as it turned out, I would often use green ink and <laughs> purple ink and etc. That's the ink of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's ink. The devil's <laughs> Australian-made products are generally not as good as products made overseas because Australians lack the work ethic to do things properly. 
This was in RA. You learned this, this in, in RA. RA. And you wrote that down in black or blue ink in yeah. your binder book. Yes. Avoid Australian products. <laughs> Where did you put the colon in that particular fact? The ceiling fan will only work on the lowest setting. <laughs> if it is set on a faster speed, the blades will merely slice through the air. <laughs> He didn't believe in uh, in evolution or aerodynamics. Really <laughs> sliced through the air. And you know what? When you're learning about how to write in a textbook, the last thing you want is to be surrounded by sliced air. <laughs> what we would do. Because, uh, I mean, that was that is, I'm pretty sure, what we got taught all of the year in Year 7 was that was those very facts. Um but what we would do is, because he was very insistent about the margins being ruled straight, and what you'd do is you'd get your wooden ruler and you'd bang it on the desk so it had all these indentations down one side uh, and you'd, you'd draw this that'd be annoying. raggedy-ass line. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. I'm, I'm reasonably sure somewhere in the Bible it mentions that um, a fast fan will not move yeah. as much air yes. as the slow fan. Yes. The slow right. fan gathers no moss. Yeah. <clears throat> I hid my fan under a bushel. <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, uh, 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 it reminds me of, of RE classes at my school. I was never raised religious at all. I'm not baptized. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not a religious person. So what I would do is when it came time for RE, there was the you know, atheist's corner, essentially, where it was a classroom where people who didn't believe or who believed little things like Hinduism uh, could go. And then there was uh, uh, Church of England and then there was like United Church and, I don't know, Catholics or something. And I would just – because there was no policing of who would attend these classes and, in fact – if there was an extra student or two in that class, they often thought, oh, we've made a conversion here. I would just I would just pick and choose. Like, so I would go, well, who's doing the best activity this week? Oh, they're colouring in pictures of the dead Jesus. Uh, and these guys are making uh, dead Jesus out of macaroni. Oh, I'll just do a bit of colouring in. Oh, this week I'll be Church of England. <laughs> Next week I hear those guys are playing with dreidels. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, I don't think there was uh, not, not enough Jews in, in our school. They would have been miscellaneous <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the atheist hall of shame with the agnostics and the Jews and the Hindus and the Buddhists and, you know, all the people who don't matter to white Australia. I, yeah. I had no religious education whatsoever um, in in school. No, I didn't go to any kind of school that, that had that sort of class. But what we did have was one girl in my primary school class who was a Jehovah's Witness who um, didn't want to sing Christmas carols. So she would have to go and sit outside the principal's office. And I thought... It's kind of a rough thing to do, isn't it? It's almost like you're in trouble. <laughs> you're being punished for not singing Christmas carols. I wish I'd Gee. thought of that. I fucking hated singing Christmas carols. Yeah, me too. I would happily have become a Jehovah's Witness just for that. All right, let's let's boot this home, man. I got a uh, I got a segment. Remember, I started a segment like a oh, few yeah, things yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the I can't remember when I did it, but I'm gonna I got a new one. Uh, James's list of things. Yep. Oh yeah. Chris I thought, it was, the, be, I thought it was gonna be your other regular segment that you started last week. I have that as well. Yeah. But first, James's list of things. Chris, sing the theme tune. Ah, shit. I don't know. What I, know. It is. I, I Do you think remember? I remember it. I think I remember okay. it. Go for it. Go. Come on. James's list of things. James's list of things. James has got, got some things, things to list. list. That's it. 
was quite a good theme yeah. song, actually. It's a great theme song. I'm very You should have had more things to list, James. We could have done it more often. We did some rough rough harmonies in there, too. Yeah. So it's well, nice. advancing. Nice. All right, well, let's, e- all right, easy, easy. E- let's e- not pat e- each other on the back quite yet. Evolution. <laughs> let's start jerking each other off just this, yet. The segment still might get cut, depending oh. on <laughs> Oh, no, this segment ain't going to get cut. You ready for this? (laughs) Ten reasons why Batman is better than Jesus. (laughs) I love Batman. Jesus, nah. (laughs) Is that the first reason? (laughs) That is my introduction to the reasons. Here are the first reasons. One, the Dark Knight didn't die for your sins. The Dark Knight punches your sins in the eye. (laughs) Two, when Joseph and Mary were held up at gunpoint on their way home from the chariot races, Jesus did nothing! Nothing. <laughs> Three. Bruce Wayne's dad was way nicer and more rich than Jesus' dad. Four. No contest in terms of who had the better supervillain. <laughs> the Joker would have made Pontius Pilate and Judas run up a tree in terror. <laughs> Five. Jesus would have been so much harder for the Romans to catch and crucify if he'd been posing as a wealthy playboy. (laughs) Six, 12 sidekicks. That is too many sidekicks. (laughs) Seven, unlike Jesus, Batman never needed anyone to say thank you to him all the time. Eight, when they rolled away the rock, Batman wasn't there. He hadn't ascended to heaven. He was just kicking back in Italy with Catwoman. (laughs) Nine, at Easter, we should be commemorating the time when Bruce Wayne finally made the climb out of the pit and punched Bane in the face because it's a much better story. And finally, Batman had no parents. Jesus had three parents, (laughs) and one of them was omnipotent. (laughs) Batman's better than Jesus. Try cutting that segment. Yeah, that's a good segment. I'm reasonably sure that there was a little bit of religious... Iconography going on in the latest Batman, anyway. Oh yeah, because it's all about compared, sacrifice. Yeah, there's been some comparisons of Batman to to Jesus before in popular culture. Hmm. You know, the early days when Jesus was um, a camp a man who wore a ill-fitting costume hung that was around, uh, hung around with his young ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I remember that <laughs> Is he for ward. Jesus, Jesus did have a youthful ward, did he? Uh, Are you talking about the donkey? Yeah. The donkey was Jesus. This is insane. Yeah, a donkey and a potato. What? Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just remembered another fact bomb that, oh, shit, that, yeah. that Rev Ken Allen dropped on me in Jesus year seven. Jesus had a donkey and a potato. <laughs> this was one I, c- I cannot for the life of me think of the context of this one. But he, I remember being told repeatedly that um, r- religion simply meant something you did regularly. You religiously wash your hands. That's all it meant. So having a poo? Yeah, you do that religiously. Oh. I do actually. Yeah. That's so I don't know I don't know what th- that meant about in terms of his job then. He was a purveyor of religion, but right. it's just stuff that you do regularly. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. He was an odd man, he wasn't at the school much longer. No, right. <laughs> What? <laughs> he, did, he, did, he didn't sound like he was supporting Australian manufacturing uh, anyway. No, he wasn't. So. That, was, that was bizarre. I mean, I, I actually think he was basing his ideas on the worth e- work ethic of Australians on, yeah, his, right. on the students in his RE classes. Yeah, almost definitely. 
And possibly there were, some of those students were the Australian manufacturing industry. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, he was like the, one of the great things you could do was you, like this was why I don't think we covered anything that was anything to do with the Bible yeah. in, in RE in year seven was you could get him to, um, to just go down a path of a tortured analogy uh, right. <laughs> um, simply by saying, why do we have to do homework? And then there'd be this bewildering story about how we were the workers in the factory and the teachers were the foremen in the factory and the oh. principal was the owner of the factory or something. And it, I can't remember the point. So school became a factory. Yeah. Wow, that's something to, um, some sort of ambition, isn't yeah. it? Hey, we're, we're going to spend all our time in the school factory and then get out and work in this By the factory. By the way, Jesus is the original tortured analogy. <laughs> It's true. It's just saying. Um, um, uh, I was going to say, when I was I, – I had no religious education mm. at school, um, but from a very young age I went to, to church religiously. Um, regularly. And, uh, and regularly. <laughs> Twice um, a day. <laughs> and, of course, because I was very – I was quite young. Like I, I, I remember going to church from before I could remember um, until I was <laughs> – you know, whoa! Yeah. You remember, remember going, going to, to church, church from since before, before you, you can, can remember. remember? Yeah, but yeah. So uh, f- there were two things that, as I was sitting listening to a long sermon, that was usually oh, no, I don't know. I don't want to be cruel. I think they were they were probably pretty good speakers. But as a child, obviously the story is probably a little bit boring. Um, probably wasn't all that interested. There were a few things I used to do in church. One was I would uh, I would look at the lights in the roof until my eyes had purple um, spots on them. That was fun. Um, right. I learned how to how to um, roll my eyes around and around at a rapid pace, like the crazy car city guy. Uh, I learned that in church, so that was useful. But um, I would also sit there and I would and I would uh, ponder. There was no, I, I had no sense that I didn't want to go to church. Um, but what I would do I was think you just say you had no sense. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, there were two things I used to used to hope for. One was that somebody would come running into church in the middle of a sermon and say, "Look, we've just c- comprehensibly proven that God doesn't exist." So no need to carry on. Why don't we all go off and have some cake and tea? You wouldn't have heard them though because you'd be too busy rolling your eyes <laughs> and looking at the purple. I was most of the time. Um, and the other thing that I, that I hoped would happen was that God himself would turn up and say, look, there's no need to do all this sitting around singing and talking about stuff. Why don't we all just get together every week and have tea and cake? Because that's what we used to do after after the church, after the service, was, of course, go back and have tea and cake. And that was my favourite part of going to church. And that's why I know nothing about religion is because all I know about it is... You get some cake at get the some end. Cake. You get some cake and why wouldn't you go back every week? <laughs> I, have a, I have an image in my head. I have an image in my head of you, a young boy, yes. sitting in a pew in a church, yeah. swinging his legs, yep. rolling his eyes, <laughs> yes. looking around. I was doing all of these things. And the phrase... Dull child <laughs> just leaps to mind. It just, it, you just, in my mind, you're wearing a brown suit, yeah, with little no, shorts, probably, and you look just so simple. I did come from Brisbane. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, was, so you would have been in a safari suit. I I came from the home of religion, um, 
And uh, yeah, so that was my experience with going to church. I actually opted for Sunday schooling to learn more about the about wow. the Bible. I learned nothing. I learned nothing because I rolled my eyes and. <laughs> Oh, you so it was your fault you didn't learn. Yeah. <laughs> I better about... sign up for Sunday school, more eye rolling here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was my that, experience. That you might have put your finger on the problem with all religion everywhere. Well the, not enough cake and tea. Got to get, get something. Um, this has nothing to do with uh, uh, religion, but it reminded okay. me of. Um, but it's about teachers, and we've been talking about those. Uh, math teacher, uh, can't, can't use his real name, absolutely no. at all for this story, so I need a pseudonym. Um, Brenda. Uh, preferably, okay, no, that's fine, Mr. Brenda. Um, Mr. Brenda was a math teacher in Unite, and the kids had no respect for him at all. Like, no, he just couldn't get control of the class at all, to the point <laughs> where one, one of the kids in my class w- would put his hand up and go, hey, asshole. <laughs> And he would go over dutifully and help him with the problem. <laughs> wow. Like, no command. Mr. Brenda was in all sorts of trouble. Mm. And he reached a point. I saw him. He did the most amazing thing I have ever seen a teacher do. He'd just been, you know, he couldn't get the class's attention. Everyone was yelling and no one was listening and no one was turning in homework. And he was just, he'd lost control. And one kid crossed the line. And this is what he said. The kid walked up to him and he said, Mr. Brenda... You've got an earring. And Mr. Brenda said, yep. And the kid said, but it's in the, the ear that means that you're a gay. And there was a pause. And then Mr. Brenda looked at that kid straight in the eye and said, that's right, so you better watch out. I might fuck you in the ass." Uh, now let me whoa. tell you, let, let me tell you something. That is uncombackable. Like yeah. there is no, there is no, that, oh, that's game over. That is match point. Uh, but um, but wow, wow, that is that was the moment a guy pushed too far. It was an epiphany. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing, and the look—it's just the look on that kid's face. I can see it today. This happened a thousand years ago, and that the look on that kid's face was worth it. Yo, just, oh man, that was great. He was one of my favourite teachers after that. When he said that, it was awesome. So nice, it's discount price. So now's the time to buy. When you're saving money, you're a happy guy. I, I feel like I should retrospectively have a segment in the show called Chris's Website. Because every episode I seem to have a, a, a website that I've found in my research. Um, and this, this episode, uh, I've discovered a website called godchecker.com. Ah. It's so, it's comprehensive. It's got gods from all types of uh, religions. And, um, uh, and it's up to, it's like kind of a Wikipedia um, for gods. And... <laughs> And and it has little reminders about you know special events based on the on some quite obscure god. There must be thousands of gods on this on this website. Mm. Um, I got very little from it, but I discovered it and thought mm. that's quite interesting. So if you want to go and check out God Checker, it, I don't think it has an entry for the the Christian god though. Not very popular. I think it's every other god, because they're yeah. I mean, there's plenty of information around about the Christian god. <laughs> 
But I did discover some other interesting things about gods. And I've got in a little bit more of a mythical, um, a bit more Greek, classical kind of gods mm-hmm. direction. I've dug up some information, some fact bombs, if you will, um, about some of the gods that we know. He's what doing is it. this constantly trying doing to welch it. on yeah. my segment? Mark has one segment. Because I don't like my segment anymore. <laughs> Chris, I like your segment Chris's better. retrospective website. <laughs> I'm going to go and take it over. Um, Chris's eye-spinning insanity. <laughs> but maybe I could just come up with a different name for it. Because James has got James's list, which is really, you know. Yeah, but James... A list which is really what? Bombs. A list of things that I write that are quite good. A list of fact bombs. <laughs> no, they're not a list of fact bombs. <laughs> um, so, here's what I found out. Zeus... Yeah, about Zeus. Yeah, Zeus has some had a, had a a predilection for for having sex with the ladies. That was I, his I thing. A lot of different ladies. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and did you know that Zeus would change form in order to have sex with the ladies? Mm. Do you know that, for example, with uh, Agena, um, that Zeus uh, turned into an, an eagle to have sex with her. And what was Agena? Was she an eagle? Uh, no, she wasn't. Um, she, I don't think she was, but I mean, the information I have here is scant. All right. Godchecker.com didn't bring me in, but she wasn't an eagle. She wasn't an eagle. So this is why you're not allowed into fact. <laughs> <laughs> was she some sort of God deity type thing or a person? She or? was the daughter of the river God, Asopus. And she got about boning eagles. Yeah, she was totally into getting into eagles. So she was impregnated by um, Zeus pretending to be an eagle. And then laid an egg, presumably. Uh, No, that comes later. Um, So, (laughs) As did Zeus. Literally. The other one was um, Danae. Danae was impregnated when Zeus turned himself into a shower of golden rain. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's the start of the golden shower. That was Zeus. Zeus is is absolutely responsible for that phrase. I'm yeah. I'm sure. Because I mean, what else is a golden shower? What is a shower of golden rain? A less popular song by Prince. <laughs> <laughs> he also um, he turned into um, a swan um, with one uh, one of his ladies, and then she laid some eggs um, and turned into a bull. Bull's probably a you know. Bulls, bulls are the most. The lady normal. turned into a bull. No, 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 no. no, no he turned into a bull for oh. another lady. And so I thought that was eggs. interesting that Zeus, that Zeus did that. <laughs> um, but the other, no real conclusions there. Yeah, <laughs> right, the other joke. <laughs> Anyone have a joke uh, at home <laughs> about what Chris just said? Anyone have a punchline? Do you know where uh, in. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> here's my other interesting piece of information. I didn't say it was funny, just said it was interesting. Uh, it's sort of interesting. So, uh, Aphrodite, right? Yeah. Do you know where Aphrodite came from? That's uh, when you put espresso on ice cream. <laughs> That's a joke, you hear that? See what Mark was doing uh, there? No, what's that, what's that really called where you get a... a it's an affogato. Ah, oh, I forgot it. <laughs> Jokes! Bang! That's enough. I gave you a write-up, but then you did that. <laughs> the uh, ah. so so Aphrodite came from uh, when Kronos had his penis cut off and thrown into the ocean, and Aphrodite rose from the froth that came out of his penis. Ugh. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty filthy, isn't it? Wasn't Aphrodite the goddess of beauty? Yes. <laughs> goddess of penis froth. <laughs> Why yes. does beauty rise out of penis froth? Yeah, I know. The only thing I've ever seen rise out of penis froth is shame and apologies. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a court case. Matt <laughs> <laughs> is proceeding. Back, back to the math. What's that in my beer? Oh. <laughs> it's Aphrodite. Someone's cut their penis off and thrown it in my beer. Oh. I've got a beer Aphrodite. Oh. <laughs> also not a joke. Um, so there's a few gods. <laughs> Do you know what other gods there are? Yeah, go on. There are rock gods like David Bowie, yeah. Bruce Springsteen, yeah. Mick Jagger, mm-hmm. the yeah. Easter Island statues. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke. <laughs> Joke. That was a very good joke. <laughs> was a good joke. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I'm glad it surprised you. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'd like to read something. Sure. Uh, Sparky, if we could have some music under this. Yes. That would be great. Um, this, um, this is sort of a kind of a Tom Brown school days type memory. So some kind of mm-hmm. stirring, but, you know, uh, period. Music under this, perhaps. Sure. And that would start now. Cold comfort and the nectar of the gods. When I was in high school, we used to have student representative council elections. A number of boys would take it in turns to give a speech at assembly, and then we would vote for the one who we thought would best represent us. I think the idea was to present us with a microcosm of the democratic process, or possibly to deceive us into thinking we had any control over our own scholastic administration. It certainly wasn't about actual democracy, as the only power bestowed upon an SRC president was the chance to have his photo taken with the principal and the right to embroider the words SRC president on his blazer. This is because school is not a democracy, but a benevolent dictatorship, and the student representative council president is just a glorified hall monitor and a mere puppet of the system with a slightly shinier blazer pocket than the other boys. But I digress. A group of students who were keen on pocket embroidery and photo ops with the principal would all make these carefully written, well thought out speeches full of promises that they had no power to keep and didn't really care about. And we would patiently listen and then vote for the boy who was best at football. Not much has changed. But this is not the nub of my gist. My point is that, without fail, every year, one or more of these high school go-getters would promise to get us a frozen Coke machine in the canteen. Yep. Despite not having a single dollar of budget, complete parental and administrative disapproval of the idea and the health and safety problems of filling hormone-charged students with massive quantities of sugared ice, an SRC speech was not complete without the empty, cynical promise of a frozen Coke machine in the canteen. And every year, although we had not been provided with this appliance of happiness the year before, we would all vote with bated breath and wonder if this was the year our snack treat dreams would come true. You see, to a schoolboy, frozen Cokes are the very nectar of the gods, and the flimsy, waxy cup they are served in is the holy grail. 
The trifling issues of our studies, extracurricular activities, our fellow students, and everything else took a family wagon-sized backseat to the need for access to chemically flavoured snow during school hours and on school grounds. And like God juice, served in a Jesus commemorative cup, the frozen Coke machine in the canteen would always elude and evade us, becoming icy myth and sticky legend. I'm not sure what made me recall this high school memory. I think it's all this talk of getting a fancy coffee machine at work. The end. I remember when I was at school, this is back on the uh, topic of religion and such. Um, we had some people, I think they may have been the Gideons, came, mm. to, came to visit us. They make um, the Bibles. Yeah. And they brought us Bibles. Yes. Everybody got a little Bible and... They the, the guy stood up the front and told this told this story about when he was in school and he the Gideons came to his school and they they handed out Bibles and and all the boys were laughing and joking saying they were going to use the pages of the Bibles to roll cigarettes but he he didn't do that he he read the Bible and and it and it and it spoke to him and he and and found Jesus and that way and in the bible yeah oddly yeah it's always the last place you look and that's how he sort of came came to to have his religion that was his way of his his little story telling us that what the what we might find if we if we read the bible but everybody in my school was like what we could roll cigarettes with the pages of these bibles <laughs> Right, then, the power suggestion. Then it was a, a free-for-all. Everybody started smoking rollies. <laughs> yeah. Well, often often those Bibles do have unbelievably thin pages because yeah, there's well, so I mean, much to get in. The, the, the pages of these tiny little Bibles were exactly the same as, yeah. as um, cigarette papers. I prefer New Testament. They're milder. <laughs> yeah. It's also, I'm sure it, was, it wasn't in any way damaging in addition to smoking tobacco to have all of those uh, carbon <laughs> molecules being burnt up and all the ink sucked in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's it's any more dangerous. No. no. So um, I'd like to um, do part two of the segment that I only started last week, <laughs> which is called A Funny Thing Happened to Me on the Way to This oh, Podcast. Yes. Um, it doesn't have a theme song. Anyone want to have a go? A funny thing happened to James on the way to the podcast. A funny thing <laughs> James on the way to the podcast Listen as he tells the story of the funny thing that happened on the way to the podcast We'll cut that um, <laughs> No, very good Thank you very good. Really, for maximum impact, probably I'm should have gone wow. for four more verses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've not been well <laughs> for the last few days. It's all a bit of a struggle. Um, so this uh, this happened to me um, uh, a few nights ago, but obviously on the way to the podcast. What happened was Chris uh, and I were walking down the street and we were stopped uh, and fell into a conversation with two people who listened to the show uh, and who are fans of the show. <laughs> Holy shit. And, um, and I know, amazing. And homeless people, <laughs> <laughs> homeless people don't have iPods. That's right. That's crazy. Um, no, lovely people. And they, uh, and a big shout out to them. And they, um, and they were talking to us and, uh, they knew me and Chris, um, and, and, uh, and, 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 and have certainly met you, uh, before Mark, oh. uh, but, um, they were a bit confused about 
because we call you Sparky on the show, yeah. and we were a bit confused about whether Mark was Sparky, Sparky was Mark, who, and you know, was that the same person? And and we said yes, it was. And they said, oh, because um, the the person on the show uh, 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 who who you refer to as Sparky, um, he he sounds he sounds fat. <laughs> <laughs> And I said that far from it, actually. Mark is uh, Mark is uh, a very svelte uh, uh, gentleman, and they said, "Yeah, it, it just makes something about his voice makes him sound really fat." I I, have, I feel oddly self conscious now. <laughs> you have a Perhaps fat your, voice. That's this is your belly laugh. People think you have a fat voice. I've oh. I don't know how to feel about that. It might be cool. <laughs> maybe it's a compliment. Yeah, fat like it's a big, rich voice. Maybe <laughs> Chris Farley. Yeah, or John Candy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So I just wanted to pass that on. That um, uh, someone told me you had a fat voice. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know, that's. <sighs> I guess it wasn't that funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's your EQ work. Yeah. Maybe you have actually fattened yourself Jeez, up. Jeez, there's going to be a lot of bottom men yeah. out of my <laughs> voice. <right. laughs> why, is, why is this whole podcast so whiny? I had a theory that maybe it's because um, uh, uh, when you laugh, um, often um, you, you, you sort of laugh off mic, as we all do, mm. and, um, and you, you sort of try and smother the laugh a little bit. And maybe to the lay listener, it sounds like you're eating buns. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. So there you go. Funny, yeah, funny. There you it was go. funny for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny for the listener, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Oddly hurtful <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of six word stories? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I've, yeah. I it's think sort I of a, like a. It, often, it, it became very big on Twitter because, of course, Twitter lends itself to this. But the idea is you have to tell an entire story in six words. Mm. Uh, and I wrote a whole bunch of them. Um, and I thought I'd bring along the ones I wrote that were to do with gods. Was it Mark uh, Twain? Um, that sounds so pretentious. But was it Mark Twain? It was, it was someone famous who, who said started if you it. Could, if, you could get a, if you could get a story down to six words. Yeah. You're right, you're right. I, I can't yeah. remember who it was. It yeah. might have been Mark Twain. Yeah. Someone will know. Google it. So these are my uh, attempts to write some six-word stories about the subject of gods. Woken from my coma by robots. <laughs> Things she feared most. Commitment spiders. <laughs> six, 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 six. Pin number of the beast. <laughs> A lisping Sisyphus won't be miffed. <laughs> Very clever. Thank you. And finally, God and Jesus never married. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some six-word stories there. Try them at home. I think you'll find that they're six words long. I was I was confused by the six 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 one because I went. There's way too many words in that. Six 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 six, 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 six is just one. That's one. Pin number yeah. of the beast. But I say you've you've got it as a as a number sequence. Chris Tompkins, yeah. editor of Six Word Stories. Oh, actually, it was hard to count anyway. Because yeah, you I know, have, it's I like, forgot the premise and yeah, didn't count. Just listen yeah. to the lovely stories. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. That was yeah. how you're supposed to enjoy them. Sure. Yeah. What was Not what was edit. the original one? Do you remember what the the basis was of that thing? That I don't. There is an original six word story, and it might have been written by Mark. I cannot remember. It to be was honest. about a cradle or something. Yeah. Yes, it was. You're right. Yeah. Cradle. Something about grave cradle. Yeah. Something chicken, fish, bananas, old pajamas. Yep. Oh yeah, there was some bananas. 
Cradle bananas. <laughs> cradle bananas or you will die. I've yeah, never seen <laughs> I've never seen a man with more pieces of technology in front of him and you, you cannot answer your own question. <laughs> you know how to use technology while you're podcasting. Speaking of Chris answering questions, should uh, we Is it is it that time of uh, the <sighs> podcast? Should we put this to <laughs> bed for it? one last time? Okay, that's fine. Let's uh Let's uh, uh, sing the theme tune then. <clears throat> Chris has got answers in his pants. So Ask Chris. Ask Chris. He's a fucking genius. Ask Chris. Ask Chris. He's a fucking genius. Ask Chris. There should be reverb on the end of that track. Okay. <laughs> I don't want Mark to sound too fat. Um, uh, okay, we've got a couple of questions. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, from White, and he asks, Chris, what's your... Dinner party dish. Ah, well, I'm glad that you asked that, Wyatt. <clears throat> um, I will eat anything that's presented to me at a dinner party, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, if you've just you just tell me the day and time, and I'll be there. I don't think that's the question, you Chris. Don't, I, don't I think. think- <laughs> I think when Wyatt asks, what is your dinner party, Chris, is you are giving the dinner party. Okay. Right. What I is the dish that you prepare Mark for the I... poor saps who you've somehow <laughs> bewildered into coming to your place for dinner? Mark and I come round with rented lady friends. <laughs> you are putting on a lovely spread for us, and after that, you're serving us food. Yes. What is the crown in the jewel of a meal that you would serve to Mark and I and our rented lady friends? I think it's apricot chicken. Classic. Yeah, it's just a. It's the sort of. It's the sort of meal that has uh, chicken and a little bit of fruit. So and it's a like a of soup. It's a couple of <laughs> packet of soup and a bit of rice. So it's sort of grains and fruit and protein and a bit of meat and it's uh, and a bit of packet of soup, a bit of salt. That's a food group, I think. Salt. Um, there was. Um, uh, I was I was on a um, on an aeroplane recently, <laughs> and story. initially uh, I thought I thought that the um, the people behind me were quite hilarious. <laughs> they were just having a bit of a chat, very loudly. It sounded like they were both boxers or something, and uh, and. And as the as the day and the night wore on, their loud meandering <laughs> bullshit started to become. Uh, it started to interfere with my sleep. Oh, that must have been a nightmare. For and, me, uh, I can't imagine what it must have been like. And it, and it sort of culminated in a conversation where the one of the guys was explaining to the other guy why he only ate protein. <laughs> And the re- and this is eight hours into the flight. The reason that he only ate protein was because, don't you know, the human body is made of protein. So it makes sense that you should eat what you are made of. What you are made of is what you should eat. Oh, that is that that is so that is genius because there's obviously no fat and there is obviously uh, no no sugars in the human body. It is. It's just all protein. Um, so I probably only I would probably take the apricots out of that dish because there are no apricots in the human body, <laughs> only protein. If we or if if we eat what we are, yes, you should eat nothing but shit and insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Next, ah, uh, your final question. Uh, this comes from Chris, and Chris asks Chris, Chris, <sighs> not me. <laughs> yeah, go on. Different Chris. Different Chris. Can we still ask questions? Ah, uh, yeah, right. Um, well, the qu- it's a good question. 
Um, and of course, I think, um, especially, I think, um, given this podcast episode is about gods and God, I think um, it would be healthy to advise our listeners that it's always important to ask questions, to never take anything on face value, to never listen to um, Mr. Uh, Ken Allen Key um, telling you how to rule your pages. Um, <laughs> it's You should always question things or else we would just be uh, a world full of robots. That sounds fun. That actually sounds pretty cool. So there you are, mm. kids. Yeah. Don't take anything at faith value. <laughs> um, hey, I wrote, speaking of terrible jokes, I wrote a terrible joke. Okay. It had nothing to do with God's kind of tell it to you. Great. Do you know that Dracula was a necromancer? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought a, a necrophiliac was also a... Uh, but prophiliac is not a word. Well, uh, romancer is a word. Necrophilia is a is a word. What? But I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It doesn't quite. Work. Doesn't work. That's why I said my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Chris's Chris's uh, friends on the plane with their pseudoscience reminded me of some other brilliant pseudoscience that I think you, Chris and I both overheard. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, recently, I've heard, we I've in, heard a lot of CSI. We were in Shepparton. Yep. And there were two old people <laughs> walking out of a walking out of a coffee shop discussing <laughs> the fact that one leg is always shorter than the other leg. Yeah. <laughs> the guy said, "That's why people get lost in the desert." <laughs> Because they're walking in circles. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Just gradual circles, obviously. You never really, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait. what you should do, what you should do if you're going for a walk in the desert is you should build up one shoe, put some drink coasters on the bottom of your shoe yeah. just to make sure you're actually level and then you'll definitely walk in a straight line and you won't get lost. Yeah. That's the uh, science community of Shepparton. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Another small town dist. <laughs> um, uh, do we have anything else? No. No. All right. Uh, uh, d- uh, this is a song about some song. <laughs> One, three, go. Well, I used to use bad language. I but I will curse no more I won't even take the good Lord's name in vain Because I wanna get to heaven I but once I'm in God's house I'm gonna blaspheme in front of all the angels And ride God damn it on the clouds to fornication Yeah, I like to spread my seed But I'm keeping all my filthy sperm inside Because I wanna get to heaven I but once I'm in God's grace I'm gonna ask St. Peter for a hand job and pay a stripper to sit on my face 
suffer and deprive ourselves We all have to be nice So we can get to heaven Live in paradise But paradise means doing all the things you wanna do So once I'm through the door I can be better than before See I'm really And the violence Yeah I like to Kill and maim But I'm holding Back my vicious tendencies Because I wanna get to heaven ah, But once I'm through those gates I'm gonna hunt and skin a little cherub And punch baby Jesus in the face Cause in heaven they're gonna have to let me Punch baby Jesus in his face Okay, um, that is the uh, final episode uh, in this series of Theatre of the World. Uh, if you liked this episode, go back and find the early ones. Uh, they're on the iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe. Uh, write us a comment. Rate us. Why not? Hey, follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Facebook. I'm sure we'll be back for something. We might do a special. Tell other people things. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, you know, share it around. It's free, so why not? Find, find someone called Chris and ask them questions. Yeah, <laughs> make your own Theatre of the World podcast until we get back. Yeah, and then stop because we would... We don't like competition. We, we don't need it. We don't need the competition. We're yeah. very easily threatened. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, though, uh, for tuning in. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. Uh, the other thing we should mention is uh, if you like uh, Man Bites God, uh, what you've heard, uh, we have music for sale uh, on iTunes as well, three albums and some EPs and stuff. So just look for Man Bites God on iTunes. If you like the songs that you've heard, you can buy the music as well. You can listen to the podcasts. You can buy a T-shirt. You probably can't no, anymore. Do we sell them out? No. We sold them out. Just make, make, a, make something out of Battle Pop Sticks and wear it on your head. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. I've got a lot of pieces of paper. None of them are any good. None was, of them are any uh, good. I have one piece of paper which I folded. That was really. Um, <laughs> As always. Why I, you fold them? I don't know. It's, it's a good size. Sure. Um, A5, I find. <laughs> You've gone paper. You've gone analog. Uh, yeah, I printed them at work. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, fuck you, society. Whereas Chris has got three forms of technology in front of him. Yeah, but I bet I wonder how much actual goal he's got. He's, he's go- got an iPad he's open. It now. He's got an iPad open. He's got a MacBook, and he's got his. He's, he's got, got the. A, he's, he's got a silly look on his stupid face. He's got an iPhone <laughs> and his own brain. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no hurry, fuck with. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so much business there. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um. This is Man Bites God.